Hello and welcome to the Era Art Podcast Series with the Frank Idera. It's been a while <laughs> I've been here and it's because I, I would like call it a block. It's not a block. I have a couple of episodes laid out that I was supposed to, you know, put out there. But for some reasons, I felt that it wasn't time. And I try as much as possible that I want as much as i want to you know put content out there i want to make sure it's the right content i need to put out there per time i don't want to say oh the pressure of i have to post every week and then just post random things and not be quite specific about why i'm doing what i'm doing right and this that's that's one thing i want to get right this year why i'm doing what i'm doing as much as that is not the topic for today, it, it, it was a question I needed to ask myself about the topic for today, which, which is coping with celibacy. And um, it's, it's, been, it's, it's a topic so dear to my heart because, I don't know, it's something that I've struggled with. And that is why I didn't want to, you know, jump at talking at it. I'll be talking about it so early because I wanted to be sure I, I knew what I'm saying. Um, I don't know where to start, honestly. God, God guide me. This past few days has, you know, made me question, why are you being celibate? And they were certain you know scenarios that pushed me to ask in that question that why and the fact that i had to ask myself that question made me realize that i didn't even know or i wasn't even sure why i was in the first place now as much as i had a thousand reasons in my head as to why not to have sex oh <laughs> I feel so wet to say that but as much as i had a lot of reasons laid out as to why i shouldn't none of them were grounded in my heart enough that i will say i'm standing on this reason that is because of this reason no matter what happens will come up me as long as this reason is there i'm not gonna do it none of them were solid enough and I'm happy that God exposed that to me this past few days. The fact that as much as I say, oh, you know, I'm being celibate, I didn't know why. And you know, when you don't stand for something, you fall for everything. And when you don't have a solid ground as to why you're doing something, things can easily sway you, trust me. You can be easily swayed in ways that you yourself will be surprised that this could actually sway me. But that is what happens when you don't have a solid reason as to why you're doing what you're doing. So if you're listening to me and, you know, you, you're celibate, probably you've never had sex before or you have had sex before and you want to stop or you've stopped for a while and you're having difficulties this episode is for you i as much as 
I'm speaking to people, like I always say about my podcast, I'm also speaking to myself. So I'm hoping that, you know, God flows through me somehow through this because I'm, I'm, I won't say I'm the most knowledgeable on this topic, but I, I, one thing about me is that, that I've noticed is that God uses my experiences to preach to me. I don't know how to explain it. I find myself in a situation and instead of God condemning me or God making me feel like, oh, so you don't even know what the Bible says about this or you don't even know what to do and you call you and you are a grounded you know, woman of God, and you don't, you can't beat your chest and say, this is why a woman should be celibate. It feels off. But instead of that, God brought me to a position and brought me aside and was like, you really need to sit down and first deal with why you're wise and disregard those that are not strong enough and deal with them. For example, it could be that, oh, you've had a traumatic experience in the in the past and you don't want to deal with such again as much as that can initially be a reason once you get married if you want to it would be difficult to say i want to start having sex again because you're not the re- the only reason why it wasn't because you were waiting for a man or it wasn't because you're waiting for marriage it was just because you didn't want to do it because of a traumatic experience and now to get out of that phase will be quite difficult so you need to deal with your why that's the number one thing about celibacy why am i being celibate fine they told us growing up that we shouldn't have sex but you get to a stage in your life that you have to question everything. You need to question why you're doing what you're doing. You don't just do it because it's conventionally right. You need to make personal um, perspectives for yourself. You need to develop personal um, reasons why you do things. And you need to stand firmly with them. You need to have principles, be you a man or a woman, about how to deal with life and stick, stick with them. So why could be, oh, because I know God doesn't want me to. And that is a very, as, as, as strong as that is, you need to know and be certain with yourself that it's not just because you heard somewhere that God doesn't support it at all, that you actually really know for yourself that God doesn't support it. I, I, I won't say I'm happy for all, all, all this situations i found myself in but all i can say is something about those situations made me realize that mm -mm, i can't i can't do this i can't i can't be a child of god and do this it it is it's not right i can't i can't remember i i remember saying things like what is in me won't allow me do this the god in me won't allow me put myself in this situation because this there's just there's just something so i needed to sit down with myself and really highlight the reasons why i'm doing what i'm doing because i can't imagine if i can't imagine if i didn't have the holy spirit in me i don't know what how how bad things would have gone for me i can't imagine if i didn't have his grace guiding me and his mercy saying no to, to a lot of things I can't imagine how I would have coped with celibacy without having the spirit of God inside me. Trust me. 
because it's not been by my strength or it's not being because oh i have one i'm strong or i'm super strong willed or something it's because of god in me and i say this about general things that when you're standing on something even if as much as they tell us um if you don't stand for anything you'll fall for everything but the agility and the strength of what you're standing on matters too as i'm not fat please I've told people, nobody should try and body shame me this year. I'm not fat. I'm slim thick. Period. So, (laughs) but if I stand on a plastic table, it will break and I will fall. If I should stand on something that is not firm enough, something that can actually carry a baby. I cannot sit on children's table. I cannot sit on a child's chair. It will break and I will fall. So as much as you need to stand for something, know the strength of what you're standing on and know the weight you're putting on it. I have so much weight, especially as regards to celibacy and, you know, sexuality as a whole, that if what I am standing on is not strong enough, I will fall. And that is why you need to actually ask yourself these questions. What am I standing on? Is it strong enough to carry the weight of my confusion, my insecurities, my weaknesses? Is it strong enough? The Bible has told me that God's strength is being made perfect in my weaknesses. And trust me, I've seen that in this area of my life like never before. And and that's why this topic is so dear to me because there are many people who want to be celibate. But because what they are standing on is not strong enough. They they tried standing on something. They knew that there is a reason why they should be celibate. They wanted to stand on something. But what they were just standing on wasn't strong enough to hold them. Some were standing on the fact that an ex has broken their heart. Or they feel that, oh, if they do it, they will lose their essence. You know how they tell us that once you lose your virginity, um, you lose your pride. Or some are doing it because they've had sex before and they don't want to have numerous body counts. They, those reasons, as valid as they are, are not strong enough to stand on. When, when, <laughs> when it eats you or when you're found in a very compromising situation and you don't know what to do. Those reasons will not hold water when you're, when you're in a very tight situation. And I'm going to talk about even avoiding tight situations in the first place. As much as God's grace is available for us to bring us, bring us out of harm when we find ourselves in temptation and, you know, makes a way of escape for us. We shouldn't even be, we should always try to avoid being in a situation where we even have to look for a way of escape in the first place. As much as temptations are part of life. But see, there, there are certain things you can avoid. It's not everything you can avoid, but avoid what you can. People say that, oh, because we have no control. The fact that we don't have control about life doesn't mean we should not have plans or we should not have organization of how our life will go. The fact that I don't know how like, I can't control life doesn't mean I shouldn't wake up, have my bath, go to work, do what is necessary to keep my life in check because I don't know oh, if I will die when I go out or if something bad will happen or if the world will end. All those possibilities 
as much as they are there doesn't mean my life should not be organized and the same goes for you know celibacy too the fact that um you know that um or anything can happen doesn't mean you should allow anything happen to you don't put yourself in a situation where you'd have to be second guessing yourself or going through as much as those situations can be very really revealing and really help you but it's just for me i feel like that aspect comes with when the bible says all things work together for those that love uh, for the good of those that love the lord so even if you find yourself in a very bad situation it will use it as a message for you to make sure you can help other people and even avoid it going forward but it still it, we it still needs to come from a place of avoiding as much as you can See, one of the most dangerous things, especially if you've been celibate for a while, is thinking you can just go anywhere without <clears throat> getting yourself in a compromising situation. We know these things. You can't be in a room alone with an opposite sex that you both are emotionally involved and not expect that. See, they, they, as much as you know how they say that the air is not empty there are organisms moving around us as we are they we, we don't just see them but this hair that we have that we have around us there are things inside that once you look closely you will see them that is how these sexual tensions and emotions are there but we don't see them they create an aura that the moment it comes out that is why some people they will be they would have finished what they're doing before they realize that ah I actually did this. It's, it's just because there's something in you and something in that person that once it eats each other in the air, that's it. Once the air gets polluted. You know how I've heard in parties that they put something in the air to actually get girls aroused and then they do all sorts of things to them. It's, I feel like it, it just works the same way when you're in a compromising situation. Something just comes into the air and the air is polluted and... It starts your mind starts to malfunction so don't even put yourself in that kind of position try to avoid it try to put boundaries in place a life without boundaries is bound to fall it's bound to be open to it's bound to be open to dangerous things it's just like if a country does not have walls that would keep them away from the enemies it's just how it works the moment you are open and you don't have boundaries and there's no wall you are open to any form of attack so you need to keep your walls up and i'm not talking about unhealthy walls probably you don't let people in at all you hate men you hate women you don't want to move close that is not right but healthy walls that you know we can talk but this is how far i can go what am i coming to look for in your house what what what's the purpose to what we're doing why are we talking every day what are we talking about because whether we like it or not these things have a way of building up things in a subtle way that by the time by the time it builds up you wonder how it got to this point so you need to be very careful of what you let into your life especially if you're trying to lead a godly life it's one of the as much as we have God's help, 
our flesh will make it one of the hardest things to do and that is why you need to keep boundaries in place and um there's this other thing i want to talk i'm trying to keep everything in one episode as much as possible i don't want to split through there's this other thing i want to talk about is finding a suitable partner as a celibate person many people especially in the world that we are in don't want to be in a sexless relationship let me just put it like that we're in a world where it's normal once you're in a relationship you expect it to happen it's not it's it's like an unspoken rule in our in our gen z era that once you're in a relationship in their minds it's just right but it is not and the fact that it has become conventional doesn't make it right so you need to be able to it's going to be hard i i remember especially i i have people who have discussions like um especially when you've probably previously had sex and they'll tell you oh why are you now trying to they make you feel like oh because you have previously then what's stopping you from going on in that path and that is why you need to be very strong-willed and know why you're doing what you're doing so that things like that don't sway you you know what you want and stick with it be you a virgin or you've previously had sex if you want to live a life of celibacy and you want to find a partner i put it to you that it is possible is it hard yes even either ways but is it possible very very possible and it will be one of the best decisions you ever make because the moment you streamline the people that can be with you you push out the weed it's just how it is the moment the moment not everybody wants you because of the restrictions you've put in place it's just like doing an interview and then in each level you are putting more um rules as to how we will go people will start to drop because they won't be able to meet up to those standards and it's from there you'll be able to streamline the people you can actually be with because if your options are, are not streamlined and you have too much variety to pick from you might not eventually pick right because then you will not even know who truly cares but once your your expectations are there am i saying they should be too high you want dangote or somebody out there and you know this person doesn't have the same belief as you and you want them to you want to force it on them I feel like it's selfish to want to say you want to force it on them because you like the person and you want them to want to be celibate with you. It shouldn't be that way. Don't try to force it on anybody. You should be the one to say, this is what I want and find someone who wants the same thing because you will eventually. It might not be initially, but eventually you will find someone. There are men and women out there who are willing to stay celibate. I am one of them. I've met a couple of them out there men and women are like so don't don't be swayed by people who tell you oh they, there's nobody that wants to be celibate again in this generation there's no virgins again they are male and female virgins are like alive and breathing in this generation so don't be deceived you're not the only one in this there are lots of people uh, as much as this is unrelated it's just like when um elijah was telling god that he's the only prophet left and he's god told him he had 700 left that have not bowed to bow, uh, bow 
so if you think you are the only one i put it to you there are 700 or 700 that are out there that i have not bowed to bow so you're not the only one there are thousands of people out there who have still stood their ground on this thing of celibacy you are not the only, you cannot the the example of elijah makes it so simple that you are not that thing you think you are the only one there are thousands of people out there that god has called aside to actually keep that life of being a godly person now is it going to be easy no but you'll find your people with time and it's the best thing to even know that not you are not everybody's meal you are an acquired taste that takes somebody who knows what he wants and is clear about it and other the other way who knows what she wants and who has proper boundaries and principles about life i wouldn't want to be with someone who is just willing to sleep with the next girl on the street so if that's the kind of person he is and he doesn't want to be with me because of that then good riddance good riddance so i want you to believe that if even if, if you're virgin or you've previously had sex and you want to live a life of celibacy don't let anybody push you into thinking otherwise because you want to be with them you'll find your people and another thing i want to talk about is i don't know why it's keeping my mind it literally came to my mind just now um oh lord help me finally the parameters to that old or that surround celibacy this topic is something i I feel like i will still need to go and study more on what is sex really is it until it is penetrative or is it when it's oral or does it even start from the kissing what is sex really and this is what we ask ourselves when we try to you know make flexible readjustments in our relationships uh when when emotions are involved you want to say oh it's okay for us to kiss we won't do any anything else we'll just kiss or it will just be oral it won't be penetrative or it will just be dry on pain or something we just try to make excuses to justify what we allow in our relationships or people who say they can actually use toys as long as it's not a guy that doesn't even hold water sex is sex whether it's an human being or a toy but as much as i i'm still trying to accept this principles just to put it out there the moment you start don't start what you can finish that's just just it. let me put it plain and black plain plainly out there don't start what you can't finish as much as we are we have blood running through our veins these things will arouse you you won't want to stop there obviously so even if you don't do it today if you keep on kissing today tomorrow the next day at some point you will want more and when you might be able to hold off on it for a while but you will reach that threshold one day 
if you keep at it and that's it so don't just start what you can finish if the plan is to wait till marriage and you're in a dedicated or committed relationship i don't see why you should rush and now that's easier is easier said than don't trust me i know for myself that it's just easy to be but there's something um i was talking to with um with one of my bosses i can't remember if it was one of my bosses or a spiritual leader but it was saying something that this god god is the perfect planner anybody that would want to spend their the rest of their life with you will be willing to wait at least two three years i'm just at most let me put it that way that you spoke about how that is why when people are in relationships for seven eight years it starts they they end up breaking up because at that point your your relationship doesn't have direction anymore imagine at your 20s and you have to be in a relationship for seven eight years again obviously things will happen in that process it spoke about how some churches will only allow you to court for a maximum of two years because they know that there is no how that emotions will not get in play and you guys will not want to go and do things because it's just how it is there are rules with these things and once we try to tweak them that is when we make mistakes and that is when hearts are broken so if you know that you're entering a relationship for the purpose of marriage and you guys are already working towards that what's six months extra was was a year or are you planning to keep me as lord of the rings because you need to, it's through these things that you'll be able to tell the intentions of this person and i understand that we're all sexual beings but self-control is needed because the way i see it i used to ask myself this question if the person I want to date now can't wait for me for a year or two to, before we have sex. What if we get married and then we have to be apart for a while? What if he has to travel for work? Or what if something happens and we have to be apart for a while? Can I trust him not to sleep with someone else? Because these things are a test of how much you can really control and have discipline of yourself when in marriage. So if you can't do that in a dating space that should not exceed two to three years in a normal situation especially as adults let me be clear about that as adults and you're in a committed relationship two to three years should be like you know the cap of it you guys know you want to get married not that you guys are seeing how things go or flowing with the waves of the waters you guys know what you're doing from the start and you guys have people who are counseling you, who are seeing you through the all the way. If you know that, what it, what how it should even be something that will push you to say, let's get married earlier. If you really want to be with me that much, if you really love me that much, and you can't, you don't know how to keep your hands off, then why not move to the next step? Why do you want what should be in the next season, and you want to push it back to this season? that and we do it in life a lot aside from sex there are things that and there are things that you know that you should not have now that you don't even have the capacity to have now your circumstances right now do not accommodate that thing but you because you don't want to have to wait you want to bring it back to this season 
And once you do that, you are disrupting the flow of what God is doing in this season. And as much as those things are good, sex is good. God created it for us. It, it doesn't want to punish you. God loves you too much to know that you will need this thing and punish you because of it. It's, we, I don't know if we see it. Because that's how I see it. Because I know God loves me. So if he's telling me to do this, not to do this thing, it's not because he's wicked. But it's because he knows what's best for me. Because people try to see God and, you know, Christianity as a whole as this thing that just tries to restrain you. They just want you to suffer. No. But it's, it's just about giving your life principles in a way that you don't fall. Making, putting parameters around your life. Because this life, many, many of the times, the moment you move outside the parameter, you realize that you're entering into a very deep pit. And sometimes for some people it's just that with god i believe there's no lost case even if you get to that point in the pit god will make a way of escape for you if you're there but you shouldn't if you're not there you shouldn't be wishing to be there you should not be looking into the pit and wanting to find what's there god has there are many people who have gone through myriads of things to let us know that there's nothing to find there whatever you want to find there there are people who have come out of those kind of experiences and, and i've come out to say you know what i've been there it's not a good place to be as much as god has helped me out of it it is not a good place to be so why would you want to learn by experience when you've seen counsel when god has brought people out just to help you why would you want to go to that place for yourself to see what i was there to see that you've not seen in the people who have gone through these things but i know it can be hard but then we should just it, that's why I said if it, this episode is for people who are actually willing to live a life of celibacy and if you're still struggling with with the thought there's something I did that really helped me I tried to look for sermons online or talks online that talk about you know celibacy and the need for it there's no issue if you're if you are still confused about it or if you don't even believe that you should be celibate it's fine but if you have questions in your mind about this go and do your research knowledge is power knowledge is power people suffer for the lack of knowledge people suffer out of ignorance so the fact that you're ignorant about it doesn't it's, it's not a bad thing just don't stay in that ignorance look for knowledge beyond this um episode try and find things you can you know listen to do your research why should i be celibate why is celibacy good what are the things to do when i'm being celibate what are the things to avoid all those things my my talk can obviously cover everything but this is to push you and trigger you to find more information about this and if at any point in your journey celibacy you start realizing that your why is being fickle gather yourself again the Bible says, we, even if we fall, we should rise up again and wait upon the Lord. And when we do, we'll mount up with wings like eagles. We'll run and we'll not fall. We'll walk and we'll not faint. So, as much as it will be hard, but you run and not be weary. If you're just willing to wait upon the Lord in this journey of celibacy, even when you fall, get back up and continue, continue in that journey. It will be hard. You might fall sometimes. But please get back up. Don't say because I've fallen I have to stay on the floor. 
don't stay i don't care if you've been celibate for eight years and they made a mistake and you feel like that eight years has been wasted trust me you you if you understand who you truly are you realize that your life is eternal your life here doesn't end on this earth so eight years is not compared to the eternity you have to live that will be defined by how you live your life here so as long as you are still alive there is hope so i don't care how many years it feels like oh you've been celibate and then you made a mistake or you've been you know having sex all your life and you you just feel like it's too late to start being celibate it is not as long as you are still single it is not too late to start being celibate you have eternity your life is an eternal life so it's never too late to start something if you understand that you're you're an internal being that even once you die on this earth you're moving to another place and how you live here is what would determine where you go to so it doesn't mean that what you do here will determine whether you stay alive it just means where you, you will be where your soul will be so you will still be alive but where you'll be alive in is what your life here will determine but there's no that doubt about it we are eternal beings this flesh is just covering our spirit and our soul which is the essence of who we truly are and you know i can recommend books um um this there's this book that i'm currently reading i've read it a thousand times over purpose driven life by recording there's this other book how to be led by the spirit of god that is um oh lord help me kenneth egan so there are other books search online there are other books you can read these books are not um, talking about sexual um purity or celibacy or, or any of the likes but it will make you realize that your life is beyond your flesh this flesh is not just all your life is too so once you realize that all these feelings that you have is 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 the less part of your life you you will not longer base your life on those things basically so you can also find books on you know sexual purity or sermons sermons really helped me uh it really helped me from listening to sarah jakes from listening to my todd from listening to Bianca Outloof, there are many people that I listened to that really helped me on this journey. You know, when the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God, faith is also like saying believing. So if you don't believe in something, the only way you can learn to believe in that thing is by hearing it constantly. So even if you are having doubts about being celibate, the moment you keep on hearing about it, hearing about it, it makes it more solid in your heart and then you become more strong-willed this confession i curated <laughs> when <laughs> when the the tough <laughs> when the go, going got tough and the tougher tough in me had to get going so this might help somebody here see this to yourself Kanji might be a bastard, but I am not. I am a true child of the Most High. Sin has no power over me. He that is in me controls all that is in me because I have surrendered all to him. My hormones are subject to the God in me. 
my feelings are subject to the God in me because God's strength has been made perfect in my weaknesses. God's strength is sufficient for me in all I do. I hope this helps somebody out there and I hope this episode really spoke to you. Thank you for listening. Till next time, I love you so much. Bye.